Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of our podcast, Redeemed. Today we're going to be in 1 Samuel. <clears throat> Chapter 8. Chapter 8. We are looking at a man named... Well, I almost gave away the end. <laughs> almost okay. Spoiler alerted us. All right. Killed a whole episode and a half there. <laughs> start over. Okay. Let's back up here. Okay. Let's start off by talking about uh, Samuel. There you go. And we've talked a little bit about him. He's the one that got mm-hmm. called in the middle of the night uh, three times, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, he was working with the with the priest Eli. See our he, recent episode. Yeah. Eli fell over, broke his neck, boom, boom. Uh, Samuel rises up and basically uh, takes, takes, his, yeah, takes, takes his place and becomes the leader prophet of Israel. Okay, that was really fast. Good there's, a lot of, there's a lot of other details in there. I would encourage you to go back and turn subtitles on. Yeah. And, <laughs> and read the whole story. But that's yeah. kind of the, the, the gist of what happens. The first seven chapters of First mm-hmm. Samuel. Mm-hmm. And what we have here is we have Samuel. Of course, he's getting old. Like everybody, they get old. So what happens. Can't escape that. Nope. And apparently people in the Bible, though, they were getting, they, they would get a little older. So, but it, time was coming towards the end. And the people around Samuel began to uh, be concerned because they didn't like what they saw coming out of his sons. His sons. And they were not sure, well, if his sons can't do it, then who's going to be in charge? We need a grown-up. That's basically what they were saying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so they jumped out there and decided to try to do things their own way. Yeah, well, they they got a pattern, don't they? They do. (laughs) They do. Yeah, and God says something to that uh, to that effect a little bit later. But mm-hmm. but let's not jump too far ahead. So they come to Samuel and they tell him that they want something. They want a king. So I think it's important to note that up until this point, Israel hasn't had a king. They've just had people who uh, God has raised up to lead them at this point. Yep. Because you're coming out of the judges and things like mm-hmm. that. And so uh, Samuel was kind of the last of those. And he... And, he and I, I just want to make sure this is clear. He and God were both leading yeah. Uh, Israel. Yeah, God he was, was using Samuel. Yes, to so he was Israel. leading them through whoever he decided to raise up at that time. Mm-hmm. God was because later on they talk about rejection, and Samuel says that he made it sound like they're rejecting him, but God says no, they're not rejecting you; they're rejecting me. Which, which, not it? what you want to hear. No, no. <laughs> But what I think is cool is that they, this God was actually leading this nation. Yes. I mean, God was at the forefront. He was leading the nation. What greater ruler can you have than God himself? You can. And None. it wasn't good. Yeah. Well, yeah, because... I'm glad you said that. Funny you should ask, Alan. He said, you are old and your sons do not follow your ways. 
Now appoint a king to lead us, such as all the other nations have. We want to be like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, but, but couldn't, couldn't they have just looked around at that point and, and looked and said, I don't think I really want that? I mean, didn't... Listen, we could ask, <laughs> couldn't the Israelites have just looked around and made a wise decision based on about a million different things? From and lots Testament? of different times in the Bible we uh-huh. could say that. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I'm smarter than any of the Israelites, because no. I'm pretty sure if you put me in their shoes, I'm going to do Be right a lot there of the dumb them. things they did. That's probably true. That's probably but looking back on it now, you think, hey, guys, um, maybe let God keep leading you. Things are going pretty well. <laughs> things are fine. <laughs> things are going all right. We know you don't like his sons. You think God is super thrilled with his sons right now? Probably not. <laughs> think he'll raise somebody up like he's done literally every single other time? Yes. Yeah. But instead... Nope. They want to be like everyone else. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, of course, this uh, this greatly distressed Samuel because I, I assume, I, I don't know this, but I'm sure that he kind of probably took it somewhat personal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would. And uh, the Lord said, basically, don't do that. They're rejecting me, not you. And then, he, and then I find it interesting. God says, well, go ahead and listen to them. And then later on, he says, give them what they want. <laughs> yeah. Which they, I, they got what they wanted. Yeah, and they and they and so uh, he goes back and uh, God laid out very distinctively the things that were gonna happen if they continued to progress down this road. I mean, he basically said that they're gonna take their sons, the kings will take their daughters, they're gonna be uh, soldiers, they're gonna be handmaids. I mean, the list goes on and on. He's gonna take their crops, mm-hmm. their food. I yep. mean, everything. And he laid it out. I mean, he laid it out to down. I mean, you can't get it in basically plainer English. Yeah, he he tells them literally everything that's gonna happen through verse. Uh, where does he start that? Verse ten through eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, he does all that, and then it says the people, but the people refused to listen to Samuel. No, they said, we want a king over us. Then we will be like all the other nations, with mm-hmm. a king to lead us and to go out before us and fight our battles. Mm-hmm. Because God going out and fighting. Yeah, God's God not good doing enough. good enough. <laughs> because God winning all the battles just wasn't working. No, that's not what we want. Yeah. We want a man to do it. Yeah, so then Samuel repeated it all to the Lord. The Lord said, listen to them and give them a king. Yeah. Now, <laughs> it's not going to work out like they want. No. And, and, and we know this. I just, I can't stand you both. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think it's interesting because as a parent, I kind of I, I kind of use this same um, teaching method sometimes. Um, okay. God's trying to teach his people a lesson. That's what he's trying to do here. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to once again draw them back to him. And he and I think sometimes that he he's given them because he knows this is going to happen, but in the end, it will draw them back to him. Does that make sense? Because because yeah. yeah, I mean I. It's like telling your kid, quit climbing in the tree, quit climbing in the tree, quit climbing. You know what? Climb in the tree. Natural fall out. And your arm's broken. Natural consequences. What did we learn? Natural consequences. God's about natural consequences. Thanks, Gary. As is, that's, and, <laughs> and those are some of the greatest teaching moments you can have. Yeah. Because as the kid falls out of the tree or you've said, hey, don't do that because mm-hmm. this is going to happen. The kid does it anyway. Quit putting the fork in the electrical socket. You know? <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. It shocks him. Or, you know, the list ah. goes on and on. 
And uh, <laughs> and it is a very productive teaching method. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing right. that'll teach you like consequences, mm-hmm. natural consequences. And so I think sometimes God does the same thing with us. And I mean, we have the example here of the Israelites, but I think He does that in our own life. I, I think we can ask and ask yeah. and ask and ask, and God's like, "This is not going to turn out good for you. Not going to turn out good for you. Not going to turn out yeah. fine. Whatever. You know what? Try it. Do it. Yeah. And let's see what happens. <laughs> I bet you come back to me saying, "Hey, guess what? I was wrong. That didn't work out. Oopsie. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed." I mean, I mean, I can remember growing up. My dad said, because uh, I had a, I had a truck and it had just rained, and he said, "Don't drive it through the deep puddles." He said, "You'll drown it out." <laughs> nah. So what'd you do? It, <laughs> makes, deep it makes cool splash. It made a big, it made a big <laughs> splash, and I almost made it through the puddle, <laughs> and then it died. I mean, there's just there's just some things that uh, life lessons that are just better learned if you just experience them. <laughs> now, I'm not sure this type of experience. This is going to give Israel a lot of heartache. There's a lot of things that are going to come out of this that uh, Israel's going to have to try to overcome. Um, but God uses it all for His plan, yep. and he, he brings it all towards you know His divine end, which is the amazing part. Is no matter what decision we make, God can He just, can tie it all. He can tie it all up. I don't want to say He can take. Yeah. I'm going to be careful now. I say that. Get your God. editing fingers ready. <laughs> God, God is all-powerful, and he can do what he wants when he wants, regardless sometimes of the decisions that we make. Now, the decisions we make have a tendency to cause more problems for us. Correct. Does that make sense? Yeah. The way I always uh, – God's plan is, is A to B. Mm-hmm. We like to get the rest of, um, we like to go to like A and a quarter, A and a half. <laughs> and then we go back to A and a quarter sometimes. And then we get all, we do a little loop-de-loop and pull right here. And your shoes are looking cool. And then we finally make it to B. Yeah. Uh, and God would have just liked us to take A and B. And it would have been a whole lot easier. Yeah. But he's going to work with you as you decide to take uh, all these huh? different tangents. Yep. And that's the beauty of God's mercifulness and his forgiveness. <clears throat> If you're willing to actually at some point come back to the path that he Yeah, you still have to... I mean, you've got to make your way back. Uh-huh. You still got to do it on your own. You still get your free will. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but at the end of the day, he's not going to give up on you. No. And and that is the amazing part here is that God didn't give up on the Israelites. He's not going to give up on us. No. Even when we choose not the best option. The dumb route. Yeah. And like I said, <laughs> I don't think this was is. this wasn't the worst option they could have picked. It's just no. it wasn't the best and God knew that yeah. and he tried to relay that to them. He gave them 18 or sorry, he gave them 9 verses of mm-hmm. listen. Yeah. Bad call. Huh? All these things are going to happen. Don't do it. And they said, "Nah, man." Okay, so where's our case? So <laughs> We hear you. Yeah. Thanks for telling us that, but we like a king. We like him to be about this tall. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And so the chapter ends with what? God says, okay, listen to him. Give him their king. Yep. And so Samuel begins the process with God's help to pick out the king who will be the first king of Israel. Yep. And uh, I'm not going to give you any more than that. Tune in it, next it week. It would be a spoiler. <laughs> And so, but uh, please join with us next time as we just kind of walk this story through a little bit. I, I like the way that uh, uh, Michael said it. He said it was the uh, David and Saul saga, and uh, it's it's pretty it's cool. Quite the saga. It would yeah. be a good movie. I think we could make that into a ten film. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could give Fast and the Furious a run for their money. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
this year Another on Saul and David 27. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's just so much lot. information. And we'll try, and we'll do our best to try to pick out the, you know, mm-hmm. some of the highlights and things yeah. like that. There's no way we'll be able to cover it all, but. Special yeah. guest next week, too. We do have a special That's guest. That's all I'll say. As long as he yeah. shows up. As long as he shows yeah. up. We'll as long as he shows up. So long as his plane can get here. So. I know. We're there saying we're supposed to have some nasty weather, so we'll see how all that plays out. He can drive. Yeah, He's got a car. It's not that far. <laughs> yeah, I guess he could walk, so. Yeah! <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. Anyway, he better be here. Yep. So anyway, thanks for joining us. And you know, if, if, if you feel like God's saying, hey, don't do this, don't do it. Pray about it. Okay. But if you do decide to, 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 to try to do it on your own, just be know ready that, for the natural consequences. Be ready for the natural consequences and just be and just know that God's yeah. gonna help you through it no matter which part of the journey you're on. He ain't done with you. Yep. He ain't done with you. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.